What's good, Divine Gang Gang? You can see by the title, it's going to be the first of a series. I feel that we need to have these conversations within the Divine Tribe. Um, I've been talking a lot about how, you know, being new back on the dating scene, you know, coming across the gender wars. Um, and it came to me like, what would it mean for us to have these conversations at a divine level um, out of loving spaces? <clears throat> Uh, one of the phrases that came up was, I- I'm going to actually do my reaction to a little segment by the lead attorney. They're, uh, Kevin Samuels is featured on it, and they're talking to a woman who um, is trying to manifest a man. Absolutely fascinating. I will tell you this. You're going to hear, this is my second time listening to it, but you're going to still kind of hear my reaction to it, which I think is perfect for this episode one. <clears throat> of these series, but, but, and we will work through what that means. And I think as I continue to build this community, look forward to hearing from divine masculines, people who consider themselves to be divine masculine, what these conversations mean to them. I think that, um, I still, I chuckled the first time I heard it. I heard little pieces and segments of it, but listening to it its entirety, he did pull the card for those women who like to say they're going to manifest a man, but what does that mean? And then let's play to win. When I say let's, I'm going to help y'all play to win, <laughs> right? Okay, so um, the you can see by the title, it's going to be uh, Divine Feminine, to manifest a man or to manifest money, right? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. It's one of those things kind of like and this this might trigger some people. I'm not in the Christian community anymore. But the whole thing of like, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And I will tell you this. So ever since I came across the audiobook, The Science of Getting Rich, I have gotten a more enriched, enlightened understanding of what that means. Here's why. After I read that book, I made a commitment to myself to listen to at least one audiobook per day. I might take a break on the weekends um, and or re-listen to The Science of Getting Rich on Saturdays and just revisit and re-listen to it to see if there's any additional insights or new ways of thinking about it. But here's the thing, Divine Feminines. Um, I think that because I'm mass- I'm developing my understanding in this, I'm probably going to have... Um, a better developed um, perspective or point of view on this in 12 months from now. But I can tell you that from what I've come to understand, it's funny. I will go ahead and preface this too, right? Since this is episode one, this is beautiful. New beginnings, right? I'm in a space where I've experienced what it means to, to have love. I've experienced the ups and the downs the laughter and the pain, the tears, the being loved, being cherished, if, whether it was genuine or not, and the in and outs and the heartbreak and whatnot. So for me, I'm in a place where I'm, I really want to get drilled down to my pentacles. I always have, right? Pentacles having to do with finances and real estate and what does it mean to manifest luxury and opulence in the 3D? So, um, For those of you who've been with me for a while, you might have heard when I made that statement. But in making that statement um, about 
some of you are going to have to decide if you want the man or the money or both. Um, I became even more committed. Like, I'm going to go for my money. Like, at this point, I've gotten the best I can out of that situation. Let me focus on my money. Let me get myself together. I really want to be part of the Black... uh, Black women in luxury lifestyle compilations that you see on TikTok. I, I'm here for it. Oh, let me tell you, I'm here for it. Um, <clears throat> every time I need a little break, I just watch like a. There's a there's a couple of people who do compilations. I'll just watch one of those, get recharged, reboosted, and get back out there and do what I need to do. So, um, the books. Okay, so this is the 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 steps I've taken. Um, and that's why I'm saying in 12 months from now, it's, I feel like it's going to be better, but those of you who want to join me and in these conversations, you're more than welcome to grow with me. When I read the science of getting rich, one of the things that talked about was creativity. And so I started to look at books that had to do with wealth and creativity, wealth. And I also looked at, um, rich habits is another really great book, um, millionaire habits, um, another one that I'm really enjoying right now, it's six hours long, about uh, four hours in. <clears throat> I just started listening to that one today. Um, and it's called the How to Grow Rich While You Sleep. Here's the funny thing for you divine feminines who decide that you want to go the money route. And or divine feminines who think you want to go for the man, right? When I tell you. There are gems in there that will help you with relationships and how to be successful in relationship with a successful six-figure earner man. <clears throat> the gems are there. And so it's one of those things like I know you're going to have to, you know, put your own boots on the ground and put in the work that I have done. But it's to the point where... When you're listening, especially to the audiobooks, there's something special about it. But you start to figure out. I started thinking of different people I've met and what they've said um, that were successful. And you started to see what resonated. And so when you're on that date, when you're at the table, um, and he's telling you about his day and telling you where he's going to be in the next five years, when he's sharing his story about how he got from poverty to riches, right? Your mind is going to be keen enough to pick up on those type of things. That's going to be critical. If you're going to identify what's authentic and what's counterfeit, you're going to be that much more ahead of the game. Um, The other thing too is um, there's some, there's two things I want to address. I had put up a couple of podcasts back and I know it triggered just the title triggers some people. I want to preface things by saying, like, I have scorpionic energy, which means, kid you not, I that's where the mellow drama comes from. I can go to the depths of the deepest, darkest aspects of love and romance and finances. I've had dark days with finances, dark days with love. But one of the things with the Phoenix Rising is I'm able to go down there, alchemize, transmute, and ascend like the Phoenix and rise even higher than I was before. And so I want to make sure, like even when I was listening to the book of how uh, how to grow rich in your sleep, I was listening to him, but I was also listening to him, and I it made me think um, he would deal with some of the darker aspects of cultivating what it means to get rich, but he would 
And this was nice to hear from a masculine, but he would say, I understand this information can be a little bit difficult for you to understand, take your time with it, but it's the value is there and be encouraged because it's going to make you better. Don't feel bad if, if you feel negative or you feel triggered, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I thought that is perfect timing for some of the things I've posted. Um, that's the energy that I've been moving with, but I let me incorporate that when I'm having these podcasts with you. Yeah, we're going to get into some deep, dark, nitty gritty type of things, but we have to kind of, you know, science of getting rich talks about not investigating, you know, the negative aspects, but trying to be practical with it. So I'm going to find ways that I can delve into that you know, because I have the capacity to do it. When I tell you, like, I could deal with that deep, dark stuff, and I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. It's better than, you know, it's been in the past 12 months or so, but, um, and then sleep like a baby and be perfectly good and wake up and still be happy, still do a temperature check on myself, and I'm good, right? So I say all of that to say, um, there are gems in there. They talk about relationships. And even though it's talking about millionaire habits and how the rich think, how the, and, and they usually think gear it towards males, but they talk about the, their interactions with the, the, with the woman. And, and if you are reading these books, right, you've decided that you want to cultivate yourself and cultivate getting money for yourself. Now you know how to engage with someone who is successful at that capacity, who's that six figure and plus earner. I would say um, one of my favorites, right off the bat, once I started to learn to see the pattern even more, right off the rip, right off the rip, how, um, how to grow rich while you, um, in your sleep is really good. He, uh, talks about the a, a, a woman that's sweet right going to be exploring what that means tomorrow on friday with the divine feminine archetype and moving forward it's a form of you being sweet is a form of alchemy i'm going to read the description that he gave and i hope you see it for what it is and then i'm going to go ahead and, and do my reaction to that video um, so he says, um, being sweet is, it is, it is the mind that reflects sweetness. And I hope you catch it in the sense that you're being sweet, but you, you allow him to reflect that in his mind. It brings it out of him, right? You don't necessarily look sweet or taste sweet, but that's a whole other, you know, that the, what they're trying to get here is that we're dealing with the reflections of the mind. What are you marrying back to people? What are you able to magnetize and attract and extract from people, right? So here, the second thing, it says, a sweet individual is one whose mind causes him to be generous, understanding, sympathetic, friendly, and helpful. That is very thought-provoking. It kind of maybe might have you might have felt your brain kind of do one of those things like, what? Computing. It's not talking about her. It's talking about him. And I want us to explore what that means, that when we're engaging with, with, with men, it doesn't matter. 
I think we should just make a game out of it. What does it mean to be sweet? It's an element of, of femininity, right? Talk about attracting, getting more honey, more... You get more flies with honey <laughs> than you do with... um. Than, than you do with vinegar, right? No, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. That's what it is, right? And so that might trigger you just a little bit because now you have to figure out what that means. We just did the Wealth Oracle and we talk about, you know, the right time and place for things. Um, I wouldn't recommend that you do it on the job or you explore what that means to do that on the job, right? But more so in your intimate relationships, what does it mean for you to to present in such a way that you evoke in this person's mind that he reflects back to you for him to be, it says, an individual whose mind causes him, causes, we've been talking about cause and effect, cause and effect causes him to be generous understanding, sympathetic, friendly, and helpful. I will say this. I like the idea of what it means to manifest a man. I think that with the difficult situation topics that I've put before this, I don't want you to get discouraged. I want you to fine-tune your affirmations. Um, I'm going to still go ahead and say that I believe in the power of affirmations. They've been very helpful and beneficial to me, right? And I completely understand that, that most men do not... Um, tap into the spiritual element, I don't think it's something that we need to knock them for. I think even your divine masculine, divine feminists are not really going to be into this talk the way that we are. And that's okay. We'll figure out what all of that means. I think they go about it in a different way. Um, I prefer a man that hasn't been, that, that has checked out of the church. The problem is because there's a void there, they um, look for something to replace it instead of instead of stepping onto the throne themselves and stepping into their deity and stepping into their God. They look for Godfather figure types, and then that's how you end up with people who um, have the charisma like Kevin Samuels or other people in in these different. Um, in these different communities of conversations that are happening, I think, online. And and so then if they're not careful and they pledge full allegiance to that, um, the same way that they did that if and when they were in the church, it's a little bit of a problem, right? But I say all of that to say, I want us to start thinking moving forward of what is it, how do you show up in a way that is magnetic and receptive and invokes um, a man to be generous, to be understanding, sympathetic, friendly, and helpful. It might trigger some of you because it's like, why I got to be sweet? Why I got to, you know, do this around this type of man? I actually love it, you guys. I love being in this energy. I like to be spoiled. I like to be pampered. Um, I like to be babied, right? I love, but I love the romance of relationships. I love the companionship. Um, I love the flirting. I love the 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 giggles that come with it, the playfulness that comes with it, right? And so what does it mean to show up that way? And what if it really is setting you free? You know, what if it, especially for my younger d- divine feminines and those of you who are older like me too, you know, what does that mean? It, it really should kind of set you free. Um, and again, 
inappropriate relationships. Um, not necessarily, I wouldn't recommend this on the, on the job. I'm going to go ahead and say that, <laughs> right? Um, so can you imagine, here you are reading How to Grow Rich in Your Sleep, and you're getting insights on what companionship is. This book, he actually talks about... Um, let me try to find it for you real quick. There was another chapter. This book also talks about parenting and also about um, relationships. Let me see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, chapter 14. He gives some really great tips on, on marriage. Um, and not so much the tips, but as much as he's given the scenario. And one of the other ones was... Um, um, it's one of those scenarios where a woman... I'm going to share this scenario. This is not the scenario he used in the book, but I think that this scenario is going to illustrate what I'm trying to get a, across. And this is a gem within a gem. I think divine feminines of how you communicate with men too, um, especially if you don't want to come across as nagging, right? So she knew she needed a new fridge, right? Um, but instead of nagging him and, and you know, being argumentative and confrontational and coming at him and saying, we need a refrigerator and that it's like, she just, you know, he was there watching TV. I'm pretty sure she set him up, put on his favorite channel for him to watch his sports. And she handed him a warm beer. Right. So what is the mask going to do? Why is the bear warm? Oh, babe, we need a fridge. You better believe got a, one of the best refrigerators right and that was that was from a married woman so i say all of that to say that you're going to hear scenarios and you're going to have to start to pull what it means to have successful communication with successful men right and so he gave a scenario um about how she was dealing with, to me, I would sound like a narc, but in the process of developing herself, even in the marriage, she was reading a book and she saw that there was things that he could learn from it. But she, though there was the way that she talked to him and she um, gave the information to him, it, it made him want to become a better person. Very beautiful illustration. Definitely you want to check it out. If you value it, you'll put the time into it. I already gave you more than enough um, on the book, How to Grow How to Grow Rich in Your Sleep, Chapter 14. Okay? But they also talk about parenting. So that's how I want us to think moving forward. Um, was there anything else I wanted to say? Am I going to run out of time? Because I think, let me see. So this is 18 minutes and the video is... Six minutes. All right, let's go for it. I'm going to open this in a new tab. And this might be a little bit longer, but I'm going to try to keep them to 30 minutes in the future moving forward. So I'm going to go ahead and start to play the audio from um, I Will Manifest a Husband featuring Kevin Samuels by Anne Suzette Speaks. So let's go ahead and play that right now. And I love it. I think we need to have more conversations um, besides just readings. And that's one of the things I want to do moving forward. What does runner chaser energy mean? Um, I know that when I used to be in that thing called the church, they used to talk about positioning yourself. 
to be visible, right? And I think it's going to be interesting to hear from a divine masculine perspective in terms of you're going to pursue what you want. I've always said a man is going to go for what he wants and he's going to be exactly where he wants to be, right? And sometimes we get in our ego and we start to chase and then it starts to get toxic. So let's see what else she has to say. say it too for as long as i went to church right you guys all holy moisturized and sanctified um i have found that christian men are not looking for women in the church the best eligible bachelors that i have dated have been outside of the church but at that point they were six going on seven figures and eight figures or they were um i don't really talk about my first two boyfriends but one of them was like into um like music artists and then the other one was also in school at the same time as me but was already um way advanced with me and was working in government and that type of thing right so i don't know i would tell y'all if y'all want to find a man he's not going to be in the church i'm, I'm gonna just keep it 100 i'm gonna keep it 100 with you and and um not in the club either i didn't find any i didn't talk to any of them in the club right so let's get into it Is one as in it's the most, it's the highest priority or it's the least priority? One is the highest. One is the highest for you? So you're yes. saying that to be married to you is the highest priority? Yes. I want to say this. I don't knock it. I really do believe those of you divine feminines who want that divine masculine, baby girl, go for it. Um, do the, the inner work. Um, I'm going to trust that the algorithms and whatever resources you need to get there will come to you make sure that they're high vibrational um <clears throat> and and so right this the topic of this is man or the money those of you who are a little bit like ahead of me too might say both right and there's no wrong way to go about it so i'm not knocking her at all for her making this the highest priority because now she has clarity and now she can focus on all of what that means and i think having communications with how men think is actually critical you're not going to necessarily get the best information from women that's i think that has been a, one of the faults in the past it's good to hear how men think but then also in doing so identify why he thinks that way because you can mess around like and listen to someone who's a little bit toxic and come to find out he doesn't want to get married he never had a father figure to model you know what it was to be a husband and to support and to be in the home um doesn't want to get married to begin with you know and has some things to take care of right as opposed to the now uh, identifying like well this person is is successful they want to be married they want to have a large family they love ha enjoying they enjoy having feminine companionship right so let's get into it okay 
does it make sense just logically? Just logically. Does it make sense if something is the highest priority to you on earth that you would not go and get it? That you would not go? If you see a man that you are attracted to who you think might be a good husband, if finding a husband is the highest priority, does it make sense for you not to go talk to that man just to wait around and see if he's going to talk to you? I would talk. I would talk, but the approach, the approach of um saying, okay, I'm interested. No, that would be I agree with that. I'm going to say, I, I, you know, and again, it could be with my upbringing, but we will explore all of what that means, right? And I think, like I said before, it's important for us to understand, you know, when to pursue. I, I, I like one of the things I heard was positioning yourself, right? Um, Ashera Goddess talks about this a lot too. She has really great tips and pointers and it, she's been successful. So I would recommend you check her out of how to be approachable. Right. And so that means you're going to have to have a sweet demeanor, smile on your face, have an inviting conversation. Matter of fact, one of the books I read, one of the books I read, it was talking about um, highly effective, like I think 92 tips of highly effective tips and trips, tips and tricks on how to talk to people. When I tell you the girl was putting you on game of how to engage with a, with a masculine and invite him in. That was actually the book. Let me try to find that one real quick. I know we're running out of time. I might go over a little bit over the 30 minutes, but I have to tell you this one. Um, the, the book is called, that one has some really good ones too. I just remembered it. Excuse me, pardon me. I put little stars on it on my notepad. Let me see. Let me just type it in here real quick because I want to get, you can probably, you can listen to it on audiobook. Here we go. Or you can also buy the book on Amazon. It's called How to Talk to Anyone. And and she talks about the inviting energy and from the feminine energy. It's one of those things where you have to listen and extract that information, right? How to Talk to Anyone, 92 Little Tricks for big success in relationships, right? And um, the author really does talk about how you can invite a masculine. She she gave several scenarios of women who were around, um, uh, you know, networking and at a social party where there were a lot of like really successful men, and just incorporating the 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 method or the tip invited the the him into that into that energy right i loved it i yeah so you want to check that book out too but let's get into it here how are you gonna how are you gonna grab your highest priority if you're just gonna sit there and hope that it comes put myself out there (laughs) what does that mean i mean being out there talking about it discuss it have a platform so you're gonna talk you must find you one way or the other that was confusing to me i don't know what she meant by that at all um i think one more thing i wanted to clarify too is i talked about positioning yourself for the initial when you meet someone um and like i said shara goddess really goes into that but i also want to talk about the twin flame dynamic of runner and chaser energy and i have found that i think once you make that initial spark 
you want to be careful that you don't continue down that energy where you're continuing to chase them because um, it drives them away. I, I stand on that, right? And so we have to learn what um, healthy balances are, right? Um, initiating conversation. Uh, um, relationships, but also um, holding it for the long run. Like even to this day, I've told you guys before, my mom is always in runner energy and my dad is always in chaser energy. My mom is always here. She's there. She's doing this. She wants to go help community service. She wants to be with a friend and she's going over here and she's getting her hair done and she's getting her nails done and she's going shopping and she's, you know, just always on the run right? And you want to continue to have that energy. So we want to explore what those different elements are. I'm going to go ahead and close out this segment right here and then come back in because I can only record up to 30 minutes in my web browser. So just stay tuned for the rest of my um, my reaction. We have four more minutes left on this um, episode of, of us listening to I Will Manifest a Husband featuring Kevin Samuels. Okay, let's, okay, let's go. So Another thing, when I was reading out the title, it reminded me of something, and I know I'm not going to be able to cram everything into one 30-minute segment, but as you're listening to me, we're navigating the difficult conversations, what lies below the surface, and we're finding out some things that could be a little bit triggering, if we're, if we're going to be honest. Um, Fine-tune your affirmations. I know, I know, there she goes, talking about manifesting and affirmations, and but one of the things that I've even come to understand when I'm listening to these books about how to be successful, how to be a millionaire, millionaire habits. Um, one of the things, it was a book I read yesterday, y'all. You're going to be so kind of tired of me talking about this. But it was actually, um, they, they say it in different ways. But the one I read or listened to yesterday really did a great job of... Um, explaining, yes, the 21 success secrets of self-made millionaires. This one did a phenomenal job of explaining that um, when you know what you want ahead of time, um, and it really helps you to persevere in getting what you want, right? So as we're fine-tuning things, it's things like, okay, you know that a divine masculine is going to be successful. It's going to be tangible. He's already going to be walking his mission. I don't think it's the lower vibrational things that we've been sold in terms of he needs support. He doesn't know what he wants. He's unsure, hasn't, man, you know, hasn't produced tangible results. I think that a true divine masculine is somebody that is, you know, I, already out here doing his thing and and has his house has his car is already making the six figures right so now when you are doing your affirmations i think in the past what we've done before is we say oh i want to manifest a man and then to make it worse we attach it to this person but what you need to do is manifest what that person embodies right so six figure earner high value that is mission oriented is is generous kind understanding um a husband okay so now we're going to just also explore the difference between identifying what qualities a husband has 
right? Because a lot of us are manifesting a boyfriend, manifesting a relationship, but we're not, we, we don't even know for ourselves what qualities a husband has, right? So I just wanted to kind of encourage you to think along those lines as you're moving forward. Um, you know, six-figure more earner, mission-oriented, somebody who comes from a loving home, um, somebody who's emotionally intelligent, Right. We talked about reflections of a sweet of a mind, sweet mind. Let's get into the rest of this. So let me just get this straight. You said he must find you one way or the other. Yeah. I'm going to say one more thing, too. Um, we're going to deal with this next week. But there's another book I read, the um, Life is a Game and How to Play it by Florence Shin. It was written in 1925. But um, and another author actually mentioned it, too. But there is something about the affirmations and calling in what is divinely yours and what is rightfully yours um, and you being an, a here to what is yours and calling that in. I believe in that. It's a higher law. Um, and so what's important with that too is sometimes, and, and I'm going to knock it all the way down. I think that there's nothing divine about third party situations or cheating or being the side chick or that type of thing um, or the side piece and all that stuff that they talk about in the 3d world or whatever but this is one of those things where you're not opening yourself up to um chasing somebody else's man right if he's already in a relationship he's exactly where he needs to be like Yeah, so she's saying, I don't know if you can hear it well from her accent, but she's saying that she has friends who are chasers, but the relationships don't even last that long. And that makes sense because you're in your masculine energy. Divine feminine energy is magnetic, it's receptive, it's sweet, right? Another um, characteristic that I heard when I was listening to it is, um, well, let's not go there. I'm not going to go there. But um, yeah. I remember what it was. Yeah, I'll just bear with me. I I do have a little bit of an issue with this because I feel like and and once to me I understood that the manosphere is about how men estrogen, you know, and I actually got that from listening to the the lead attorney. He said it in another episode I had heard where he was saying like the manosphere is about how men estrogen or about the way men feel. I think that they're entitled to feel that way, but I'm not going to make my decisions off of how they feel. So you have men who are saying that they feel that a woman should approach them. But statistically, and that's what this woman is talking about, statistics show in everyday real life that when you pursue a man, it it kind of really can rub them the wrong way. So you have to learn what it means to be approachable um, and how to invite them to engage with you and um um but i i really am not gonna co-sign on just because a guy is saying it i don't know but we will talk about it divine masculines let me know how you feel the man must find you like if, if he's for you he must find you. like you don't even have to you don't you don't have to leave your house he must find you he must find you <laughs> 
You have to leave your house, though. He was trolling her there. You, Of course, we know you have to. I would hope you would know that you have to leave your house. Like, although, like, y'all, I'm telling you, when I tell you, like, he really could just come and knock at your door for something. But, oh, man, let's go. A lot of women, we had a woman up uh, today, a 30, no, she was a, a Jamaican woman. And, you know, I was at, at the, the issue had come up about whether she would actually approach men. And she said, no, you know, never approach a man. And then she said, well, the right man just has to come, right? The whole right. manifestation, he, right. he just has to come, right? You, you encounter that a lot. A lot of women feel that way. Every single <laughs> night. Every single night. To the point to where it is damn near a pathology. I mean, <laughs> it's from women who are childless with children. Mm. They all feel like they are going to win. My only thing with that, and and um, I, I kind of have my views on Kevin Samuels from the little I've heard of him. That was a little bit of gaslighting to me, in my humble opinion. There, because it's like, why would you not think that you're going to win in relationships? His maybe what he was trying to say is they all think that they can manifest a man or just have him fall into their lap is maybe what he, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for that one. But I felt like that was a little bit of a gaslighting statement. Um, yeah, men and women should expect to win, right? But I, you know, um, are, are certain things going to just fall into your lap? No, not always. Sometimes you have to cultivate it. Down and talk to, I've talked to women who are high level, high level masters, law degrees, it's like, well, yeah, but it's this whole manifesting, speak it into existence. But then you ask them, what in your dating life has shown you that this is going to work? What is the probability? And most women give themselves at least a 50-50 shot. I can give him that. I will give him this in the sense that I... I know that what he's saying is true because I have girlfriends. I grew up with boys, but I've seen this with my girlfriends, and that's part of my frustration, and I have mentioned this before. I think that um, divine masculines and divine feminines have different strengths, and right now we're about balancing the two and merging the two, right, to where you're not on both extremes. But I hear... I've heard it from men too. And actually I remember I was talking to this one guy and he said he wished he had a boat. And that was our last conversation. Cause at that point I had already talked to someone who had a yacht and then the other person had four yachts. Like you're telling me you're going to wish for something. No, that's not the best language. Right. So you have to have action with it. Um, when I pull the oracles, we've been seeing that time and time again it's time for you to step step up it's time for you to take action it's time for you to move forward time for you to create right co-create with with divine source i've talked a lot about how you know when i hear that women have been waiting for this divine masculine or twin flame for 11 years like girl get out of here bye no no. And so it's one of those things that's like, I see it in, I saw it in, in the churches I was in, and I see it in, in the divine community that I'm in now. We're so heavenly good that we're, we're so heavenly and so spiritual that we're no earthly good. And there's something wrong with that. 
If you believe in abundance, prosperity, speaking things into existence, after he spoke those things, he still worked with the soil, right? He still got in and made Adam with his hands and Eve. And those things were made to continue to cultivate the earth. There was still action behind it, right? And and take it for what it is. Yeah, I I actually agree with him. I feel like... There's And so this is what these conversations are going to be about. What does it mean to be wifey material? What does it mean to attract a husband? What does a husband look like? What does he sound like? How do you identify the right ones? How do you position yourself? How do you invite them into your presence and be approachable? That's what we need to discuss moving forward. Most different sections, 70% shine is happening. This is why you see so many women who are just... Taking mating is a competitive thing. It is. I'm just going to rely on the the universe, my friend group, the, the church, or the the the, the, the sorority. <laughs> this is why black black matchmakers are leaving because black women think getting a man of value should be free. I love that. I think you know what I I um back in the days when I was in entertaining, getting back into the game dating, I I was listening. Um, I had watched an episode of um. I think was it billionaire wives and and they were talking about the matchmakers and I was like oh my gosh at the time right y'all already know I'm 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 out the ring on this one but at the time I was like oh my gosh I would totally get a matchmaker because I see the value in it and he said that black women don't see the value in it y'all something you might want to revisit you know he said it but I'll, I would like for you to revisit what that means because sometimes we're skilled and experts at like, you know, um, running our business and providing goods and services. But if there's someone out there, if you want to, you know, create currency and hire a black matchmaker, um, that's somebody who has expertise and experience and competencies. And that's going to get you light years ahead instead of you trying to knock your head, you know, against the wall and try to figure things out. Use the resources that are available to you and don't be that type of person who's so stingy and to the point where you're not in investing in yourself. You know, give that person what they're worth the same way that you'd want to give someone, someone you'd want someone to give you, um, pay you for what you're worth and the services that you're providing, right? There is value there. As a matter of fact, he should, he should find them. Again, I agree. I think the the man should be the one to pursue. But anyways, he has to come. He's coming. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's gonna come and he's gonna go right by you. <laughs> because when he sits down with you, he's gonna find a woman who has not prioritized understanding men, understanding what men want. He's gonna find a woman who's going to sit down in front of him and at best interview him. And it's like, well. And you and this man is sitting around thinking, well, I don't need your money. I'm doing just fine on my own. Life is going. What can you be in my life? And most women lead with what they do. And what they do is for their paycheck. I agree with that. Um, that was one of the difficult conversations I had in the back, and I could tell it kind of triggered some people, but it's okay. Um I, I'm gonna say I said it then, I'm gonna say it again. I don't think divine 
feminines, don't ever, ever, ever let a man that's making less than six figures gaslight you or shade you about the degree or how intelligent you are. The only person that I think you should accept hearing that they don't value your degree um, is from anybody making six figures or more, point blank, period. The only person that has the credentials to say that they don't value the degree or your education is that. I'm not saying it doesn't mean it doesn't have value. I talk about it in that video, so I'm not going to go into depth here in, the, in that podcast, but I'm, but, um, I'm not going to go into de- depth with that again here. But um, um, yeah, only a person who's making that six figures or more what I was this is what this is what I was gonna say. This is gonna be important. If you go on a date with a man who's making six figures or more and you're educated and super intelligent and kind of like kind of like me, a little bit of a nerd, that is not the time to be highlighting that type of thing. I think that there's intelligence in just listening. You know, because now when I if if I here's here's a here's a tip. Like when uh I talk to different people. If they tell me that they are competitive, I know that it's a problem, even though they're rich. And I know that they can be more wealthy if they transition from competing to creating. Where did I get that from? Science of getting rich, right? But um, we're going to talk about it and we're going to have fun with it. I'm going to really rock with you guys on this one, but I'm going to explore what it means for you guys to learn how to... to um, develop those competencies that they're that they're looking for. I actually have a podcast I have to pull it up because I thought I had written the notes on it, but it the podcast is talk it talks about what high value men the um skills that they and so it's things like social networking um and I forgot the rest of them. I need to go back and listen to it and write it down and and share those with you, but those were those were legit credible. I actually got those from a, a black matchmaker on Instagram and I mentioned her Instagram on that um on that podcast. But um it, it's gonna be fun. Um I don't want to give away too much. I will say this, but, but I will say this. I'm gonna um try to provide you guys with a resource like it's even things like learning how to do his tie, you know. Um, how sexy is that to just kind of show them how to the different ways you can do the ties and and um, playing with the lyrics that Beyonce has and let me upgrade you when she, that last bar where she starts to talk about different things and the significance of what that means, um, what it means for you to specialize in home decor, in meal planning, how to put together the food. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun with that, right? And what does it mean to... to articulate that in those type of conversations, right? So let's go. You have to no time studying and preparing for what you're supposed to be for me. So when I ask the whole question, you got a cookbook? What she meant is she's a natural cook, but and it's funny to me because you have to be careful with that type of energy. I'm learning to balance it with myself too, but he got offended. Oh, you don't need a cookbook. You're not even cooking. No, that's not what she meant. What she meant was she's so good that, you know, she knows how much to add and, you know, how long to keep it and how to use her intuition to 
you know, it's people who can follow a recipe and it still tastes like trash, but some people know how to add the extra spices and add a little bit more of this or how to make a little bit of that, right? So that's what she meant when she said she doesn't need a cookbook, but he just is already coming at her with a certain energy. Um, and so it just creates a little bit of toxicity, I think, in this conversation. Facts on facts. That's like one of my pet peeves. Um, God willing. Ooh, get out my face with that. And I hate it too. Like when um, you hear a lot of these like Hebrew Israelites or even Christian men. Like we have um, George Zimmerman walking around us and they're like, oh, God's going to take care of him. God's going to, God's going to, no, the man is still walking amongst us. You know, we're still in in a lot of these deplorable conditions. We still haven't gotten the anti um, anti discrimination laws. We're still suffering from police brutality. We're still, you know, having redlining when it comes to financing and real estate. We're still having medical apartheid issues, you know, in the black community. But the men, the men are the ones that are saying like. God will take care of it. God's going to deal with it. Oh, I can't wait until God strikes them. Like, no. I totally agree with him on that one. All right. I'm gonna nip it in the butt and say, if anything, equal. And but so, but the key word that he said there is equal effort into getting a man or cultivating a relationship. Because what will happen is, I'm not gonna tell you to give more. This is not the time to be a martyr. The thing about twin flame relationships is matching each other's frequency, right? So it's not ever gonna be healthy where you're giving more than the other person. That being said, I don't necessarily see that many men that have cultivated what it means to be a husband and to to provide and protect for a wife so let's that's the nuances that i see there right dealing with the with with the half truths in that statement All right. And I love that he has that clip at the end. It must be from a movie. It says, I want the truth. Take it for what it is. This is just me. Age of Aquarius, one of the themes that, you know, comes up with Age of Aquarius is veracity, truth, honesty. That's where we're having these healthy dialogue conversations, right? What is the truth about what it means to be a husband? What is the truth about what it means to be a wife? What is the truth about relationships and long-lasting union, right? Um, and dealing with the truths and the half-truths and being honest with each other, right? So I hope this was helpful for you. I love the way that this came together for um, 
episode one. And so I think the reason I'm going to go ahead and keep it on on Thursdays, I love to leverage the Jupiter energy of having to do with money and wealth and take it for what it is, because I'm more about my pentacles and more about the money. But as I'm working on all that stuff, I'm seeing that there's valuable gems in there. I think that this is, if anything's going to be more um, beneficial to the type of woman that does want to pursue a relationship with a, a masculine and what it means to be a wife and what those feminine traits are. Um, and then my goal is, I think, moving forward to just keep them short and keep them down to 30 minutes. But um, this is a little bit of the intro. And we'll see. I mean, I think um, I'm going to try to remember to put the comments open. If you like, you know, and you feel like I'm I'm making sure that there's substance and sustenance in the conversations, then I'll go ahead and, and I'll, you know, go a little bit over if I need to. But I, I'm finding that most of you like the 30 minutes to just get in, get the information and get out and be blessed and be charged for that day and move on to the next topic. Okay. So. With that being said, right, I think this is going to be a fun topic. Um, but I, again, I think this is about me creating a community where, you know, it's not the gender wars and the toxic. Let's create a space where divine feminines and divine masculines can interact with each other and talk with each other in high frequency levels. I think divine feminines, you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you start to hear the divine masculines on how they think about these type of things. And, um, and, and also just creating a place for them to to talk and engage with us, right? So with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and, and um, yeah, I think I was joking about how, yeah, I'm that girl. I do believe you can manifest your man and money. I do believe that you can do the affirmations and I'm gonna correct that. I think you can manifest a husband, all right? And you can manifest wealth and prosperity, okay? So, gonna sign off and charge you with love, with a high vibrational type of love, 528 hertz type of love. Gonna charge you with the love of your life, mm. an eternal bliss and union. Gonna charge you with the love of your life, and you were one of the first people that. One of the first love of your life. You spend 365 days a year with yourself. 24-7, you know what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, what makes you smile. You know your dreams and your aspirations. So show up for yourself, boo. I'm over here. I'm working on my pentacles. You're over there. You're working on what it means to pursue a man and or both. And we all have different dreams and desires. Show up for yourself in the way that you need yourself, right? Going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. My whole thing with why I created this platform is I want to create spaces where we're having the conversations. This is more than just a tarot reading or an oracle reading. I want us to have conversations of what's happening below the, below the surface of the journey to becoming a divine feminine, the journey to becoming a divine masculine. What does it mean to manifest in the 3D, make things happen? What does it mean to have affirmations and have positive thinking how, how what are the healthy habits that we need to be successful in life so that we can live life abundantly right gonna charge you with health 
going to invite you to join me tomorrow on Friday. We're going to do another food oracle. I can tell you guys love that. And that makes me happy. Um, there's going to be another food oracle. And not only are we learning about nutrition, but we're also learning principles and lessons that we can apply to life in those two. Also going to be doing um, divine feminine archetype, right? And I'm going to be exploring some way, somehow from this day and moving forward, what it means to be sweet and what it means to cultivate that in any masculine that you come across, especially when it comes to your relationships, right? Going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom, with prosperity, Love each and every one of you. And until the next podcast, peace.